This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 232. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, when Larissa and I started out on our plant-based journey back in, wow, what was it, 2013? I almost said 2003. 2012, 13, something around that time. Uh, You know, we decided to become lacto-over vegetarians versus vegans because we weren't quite ready to give up dairy and eggs. Now, we still haven't given up completely dairy and eggs, but we have reduced quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And for, for those new to the to the veg lingo, just so you know, just so we can clarify, because some people don't know the difference, vegetarians typically still eat some animal products such as dairy and eggs versus, and that's lacto-ovo. Um, right. And then the vegans don't consume any animal products, including honey, mm-hmm. which is anything produced by animals. Are, are not consumed. Right. So, um, you know, as we've learned more about the harmful effects of dairy over the years, we have given up, like I said, quite a bit of dairy, but it's still something that we are challenged with, as many folks are. In fact, when uh, w- in speaking with some of the peas and carrots, what up, guys, <laughs> in our closed Facebook group, uh, this is a big challenge for folks. And it's not so much milk, but it is... Uh, and even eggs. There's some good <laughs> yeah. substitutes for eggs, but um, cheese. Cheese is, is the, the biggest one, I think. thing. Yeah. So we are going to talk about that today and share some tips from our pizza carrots. What up, guys? <laughs> of course, they they. When you ask questions like this, it's so awesome because I mean, I think last I checked, which was this morning, there was like 30 responses. To I know, and particular. you just asked the question a few days ago. Exactly. You know, so super, super amazing, um, engaged group. You know, we love you all, you guys. And so, if you're not a member of the peas and carrots, uh, tell the tell the good people how they can join. Uh, go out to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. And you will be hit up with uh, about three questions. We just added those questions recently because we were just trying to take well, another questions added. Questions is new for Facebook Oh, is it? Groups, okay. Yeah. Well, it's an added measure for those who are group admins to help kind of keep out the spammers and people that mm-hmm. you would not necessarily want in your group. And uh, so there will be three easy questions there. And Larissa will look those over. And then she will let you in, assuming mm-hmm. it's all good to go. Yep. All right, but before we get into our main topic, we do have a new rating. Oh, right. So this rating comes from Strenia, and she says, I look forward to every episode. Vicki and Larissa have crafted an informative, non-judgmental, fun space to be a vegetarian or vegan in my case. I love their playful banter, respectful approach, and helpful tips. Every week I learn something new from this dynamic duo and particularly (laughs) appreciate that they don't have an all or nothing mantra. Every little bit helps and even one change can make a difference. Thank you ladies for reminding me of that and please keep this gem of a show going strong. That is awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to head out to iTunes and leave us a rating. You know, we've said this before, we so much appreciate this because every rating helps to keep us up in the iTunes Mm -hmm. search engine, which means when people type in vegetarian looking for some new vegetarian resources, we come up. So 
uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And it motivates us. Yes. I smile every time I see one of these. And I just have one question, mm-hmm. although I already know the answer. Who's Batman and who's Robin? <laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Da-da-da-da-da. All right. This episode is brought to you by our amazing Golden Apple Roundtable supporters at Patreon.com. If you're not familiar with Patreon, this is a website um, that is in existence to help supporters of artists and in this case podcasters to kind of fund and help support their their shows or whatever they are producing and uh, we are really grateful to this group of folks that headed out to and support our our patreon campaign because um, they help to keep the lights on they really do it costs uh, money to produce a show every week as we've done and we do this ad free Mm -hmm. because we want to keep it as we want to keep the show flowing and such. And that's not to say we'll never have a sponsor that we feel is relevant to you guys. We don't know when we would never load it up with a bunch of irrelevant sponsors. But if we find a sponsor, of course, that we think is relevant, we would bring that to you. But in the meantime, this group has really helped us quite a bit offset some of the costs, such as media hosting and things like that, that people don't realize go into Uh, producing a show. So thank you so much. Thank you. If you are interested, head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen. Right. Okay, so getting into the main topic now, as with most of these where we talk a little bit about anything nutritional, nutritionally related, we have to disclaim that we are not medical professionals of any sort. Big blinking neon sign we We are are just like you except we we are just bringing research and tips and things like that that we curate from other resources to you Mm -hmm. so it is always up to you to go check out whatever and this is why we include links in the show notes also so you can look for yourself this can help you in some of your own research and of course you should always always talk to your doctor right definitely all right so Let's talk about just a little bit. I know we want to focus on tips from our peas and carrots members primarily, but let's talk a little bit about what's wrong with dairy. All right. So, you know, according to all the ad campaigns that you've been seeing ever since forever, you know, milk does a body good, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody had that milk mustache, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, so... You know, way back in in episode thirty three of the the podcast, we did uh, an episode that talked about reasons to eat less dairy. And you know, we we don't want to go into all the details of that here because we really wanted to focus more on on the tips. But we'll link to to the episode episode thirty three in the show notes. Uh, you really might want to go out and check out that episode if you're not familiar with the whole dairy kind of yeah uh, if you're not convinced debate yeah we're also going to include a link from dr mark hyman he's one that we refer to quite a bit as a as a resource on the podcast really like his stuff it's very practical uh the link we'll include is a video that i found on youtube that contains six reasons why you should give up he says you should give up milk at all costs right now the one thing that he cites at the very beginning of his video that i really appreciate and this has been something that has made me want to do my own research and question things is that, you know, the way is, is, especially in the U.S., I'm not sure about other countries. I can't speak for how other countries are set up, but in the U.S., the USDA is the one that comes up with the food pyramid, right? That's the U.S. United States Department of Agriculture. Right. And guess what? 
I mean, they are strongly influenced by lobbyists. Mm -hmm. Despite even some of their own research from their own panel, health panel, they go against that at times because mm -hmm. of lobbyists. Now, lobbyists for big for dairy and for meat. And, right. Right. And I think a lot of the documentaries that have come out recently have shed some light on that as mm -hmm. well. And just how messed up that is. Right. <laughs> I mean, that really is messed up. So I always question when you see these big campaigns going on for milk or things of that nature, and it says, you know, backed by the USDA, mm -hmm. you got to remember that is a pr pretty much political entity and right. people are backing that. So right, definitely. Uh, unfortunately for us, that's the way it's set up for now. Again, we vote in so many different ways. We talk a lot about we vote with our dollars. I think you also vote literally at the at the uh, voting uh, polls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to go and make sure that you understand the candidates that you're voting for and where they stand on this type of thing. Right, right. All right. Well, are you ready to just move right into? Yeah. Some... So we're gonna we're gonna just go on the assumption that you are good to go. That you understand that dairy is not good for you, and you're ready to give it up. But you're just mm -hmm. kind of like us, where you're challenged to give it up. And you know, like we always say, we're not the experts. All we do is kind of bring together information, and a lot of the stuff, as our peas and carrots, for example, mm -hmm. our closed Facebook group has grown. We get so much input from people. So you're gonna find a lot of tips we're gonna share with you right now from folks that are on a plan based journey that can help you perhaps based on where you are in your journey. Right. All right. So let's talk about some substitutions for yeah. dairy. Now, a lot of these uh, are substitutions for cheese, mm -hmm. uh, just simply because as we mentioned, I mean, cheese is really tough for, for people to, to give up. And, you know, cheese is incorporated into so many uh, foods and recipes and traditional recipes and you know uh, holiday recipes cheese is is everywhere it's pervasive right that's right so he, some of the things that we'll talk about here are uh, ways that you can lessen your cheese uh, intake or kind of substitute with things that are just as satisfying yeah. And you know, one of the things in this question you, you referenced earlier, I had posted this question, this was kind of the inspiration for this episode, was I had posted the question about what, what are some of the tips that you have for giving up uh, cheese or mm -hmm. reducing anyways. Okay, one other thing that I really sensed as a theme in this in this post that you referenced earlier that I posted in the uh, Peas and Carrots Society Facebook group, uh, is that it's important to get in the right mindset, and we're going to talk about mindset. We have several tips on creating this this uh, mindset for you, but not to expect that any of these substitutes are going to be an exact substitute for it's cheese. It's not going to taste yeah. the same. So it's about appreciating it for what it is, and it's the same thing with the uh, faux meats, mm -hmm. right? The mm -hmm. processed meats, and of course, those aren't good for you right. uh, all the time, but it's going to be a little bit different and to appreciate the taste for what it is. Right. right. So let's get into some of the food substitutes. Jamie Inez was one of the peas and carrots members says hummus. I love hummus on baked potatoes and potatoes. Uh, and I'm sorry, in sweet potatoes, sandwiches, and for a dip instead of a dairy dip. Mm -hmm. You can also use the different flavored ones on some pastas and make a decent dairy-free potato salad. Hmm. So this is the kind of thing we're talking about. You're not going to substitute hummus for a big glob of sour cream right. necessarily, <laughs> right? But it's about appreciating that different taste. Mm -hmm. Right, definitely. So Laura Robinson uh 
seconded the hummus notion, I guess. Uh, she said, instead, again, though not as a replacement, I like it on salads, uh, spread on sandwiches, and on baked potatoes, as someone else posted. She said that the tangy flavor is good with a lot of different foods. And she makes it a hobby to look for new flavors of hummus in the stores that she's not yet tried. So that's fun for her. And yeah. and that's the thing about hummus um, is that it's not just, you know, plain and made with chickpeas, right? Mm-hmm. You can get avocado hummus. You can get black eyed pea hummus. You can get uh, all different ones. And then on top of that, you can have it flavored with different herbs or seasonings or, or things like that. So there are tons of different variations. It's not just, you know, regular old plain chickpea hummus. Yeah. It's amazing how things have evolved over the years because at one point there was just hummus <laughs> people didn't really make it they bought it and it was considered kind of this uh woo woo kind of food and now that you see so many different flavors out there again because we vote with our dollars we start buying mm-hmm. it and then companies start making it right all right jennifer small says nutritional yeast and tofu and other flavors and stuff including a tart flavor like vinegar wine mustard lemon now see i would dig that mm-hmm. as uh, a cheese substitute, yeah, kind of as a substitute yeah. nutritional yeast plus nuts and mm-hmm. the flavors, oh, add so flavors. So the same flavors. Right. Yeah. Nutritional yeast plus cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know everyone is a fan. I know not everyone is a fan of the nutritional yeast, but it allows me not to miss cheese at all. Plus mm-hmm. all of the weird hacks are fascinating. <laughs> yeah. that's, and that's true. I love, I'm sorry, I love uh, nutritional yeast on popcorn. Yeah. That is a really good substitute for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan Uh I think we've all established that here on the podcast that I'm not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of most um, oh my, can you, I can just imagine nutritional yeast sprinkled on Roberts a bowl right full now. of... Daryl Roberts is laughing right now. Oh, I know. And so is Kevin. I know. I can just picture it sprinkled on a bowl full of cut up avocados, bananas, and yeah. pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right. So... Uh, and then David Capsch says uh, that he makes a potato, carrot, and nutritional yeast cheese sauce. Now, I've done that before. And I don't mind it if it's like in a sauce like that. But just to like have nutritional yeast on stuff, I, I don't care for it. Um, also, Amanda Filkins said that she's done uh, the cashew cheese with potatoes. And um, that is good for macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Uh, now one of the things, and again, this is not a perfect substitute. You're not going to get the, it's going to taste exactly like cheese. But one of the things that I started off early doing in sandwiches in particular is using avocado, Mm -hmm. like an avocado spread or avocado kind of smashed up in my sandwich to give it kind of an extra texture, Mm -hmm. something different. And that's what cheese kind of did for me. So that's why... Uh, that works for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can do that. That's a, that's a good way to use avocados that are like really ripe, mm-hmm. um, that are on the verge of being like brown. Gosh, I <laughs> because cannot, the timing I know. of those just, <laughs> she goes, don't forget to eat your avocados. But they're easy and I to say, spread when they're like Yeah, that. and I say, oh, it's still a little too hard. And then the next day it's and done. 10 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes later. There's an art There's to like that, There's like a right? fuzzy, moldy <laughs> avocado on the, on the counter. All right. So yeah, so let's talk some more like like you mentioned about getting into the right mindset. Okay, so Tom Perry 
said, when I first went vegan in 1983, wow, mm-hmm. that is awesome. Uh, there were no cheese substitutes. So this is kind of what we were talking about. The the vari- the variations of anything like this were very minimal. Right. Uh, and they were found only in like specialty type mm-hmm. stores. I'm picturing the store, the, the health food store that... Um, uh, in Valley Girl, the parents in yeah. Valley Girl had Wheat grass juice, and they had yeah. the, the sandals. Yeah. And yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, although I think decent cheese alternatives can help with the transition. Most avid cheese eaters, including my wife, uh, don't find most vegan cheeses a suitable alternative. My best advice is go quote cold turkey and eat loads of tasty savory plant-based foods and that doesn't mean substitute cold turkey yeah. for cheese <laughs> was, that's what i was in quotes <laughs> <laughs> i used to love cheese but now that i'm no longer addicted to it cheese has no attraction for me it's hard to believe for some perhaps but you'll find that your taste really does change if you give it time and i i agree with that as well i there were several comments and I, and i should say that we did not include all of the comments in that post because like i said there was a there were about 30 that would be a very long episode mm-hmm. <laughs> um but what tom says i think is very other people kind of said that as well yeah. uh, exactly that just giving it up altogether and several people did say that they actually experienced withdrawal symptoms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not feeling well until a few weeks had passed and then it was kind of out of their system right well and you know kind of piggybacking on what Tom said about going cold turkey, uh, Casey Pellera said that she's six weeks dairy-free so far, and that she said, if you don't do it cold, and now, you know, everybody's different, but she said, at least for her, it seems like it's it would be too easy to fall off the wagon, the dairy-free wagon, yeah. if you if she didn't do it cold turkey. And she said she hasn't tried uh, cheese alternatives because she's trying to affo- avoid the bad oils, especially mystery vegetable oils. And I see it. She said she sees them in a lot of the faux cheese brands. Yeah. And uh, she said she uses a lot of u- nutritional yeast and has tried making her own cashew cheese. Uh, so she's doing good without and not missing it cool okay and you know what really if that's a little too hardcore for you if you think i cannot imagine saying i'm no longer eating cheese or dairy then try pick a couple of days out of the week and that's what i had been doing with going vegan because i'm still having an issue with saying i am going vegan that seems a little too big for me but i can say on Tuesdays and Thursdays of the week, I am vegan. Mm -hmm. And that works. And before you know it, you might add another day, Mm -hmm. even a half day. I mean, it's just about little steps, right? Right. Okay. RJ Ghost says, for me, and he puts in parentheses, lunkhead guy, (laughs) (laughs) the easiest way to give up something is to make sure you're eating a lot of something else. It's hard to have cravings when you're full. I did hear this from a couple of folks. Someone else had commented that for pizza, for example, rather than adding so much cheese, they loaded it up with veggies Mm -hmm. so that you didn't, you still had a little bit of cheese, but not necessarily overloaded like most cheese pizzas are right and you had a lot of vegetables so it kind of filled you up that's a good that's a good idea all right leslie renders said that she had to reframe a bit she says if i want cheese i'll let myself have some but then i don't eat it so it's not taboo or off limits as soon as i can't eat it i crave it and that happens with a lot of people right Mm -hmm. Uh, so that said i will eat cheese maybe two times a year it's never as good as i thought it would be and cow's milk cheese makes me break out but this makes me crave it less which i appreciate you know 
couple of good points there. One is I totally agree with this. I have that mentality too. If you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to do it, even if I didn't want to, <laughs> which can be a blessing mm-hmm. and a curse at the same time. Uh, the other thing is that uh, I do agree that once you give up dairy or you start to scale back, when you do have it, you do really start to recognize how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing with eggs. That happened to me when I, st- you know, I drastically, mm-hmm. we, I used to eat eggs almost every day. Mm-hmm. And now I have it maybe, what, twice a week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. So, all right. I'll let you read the next comment <laughs> from your friend. So he can, so he can, <laughs> he can give me a hard time for how I read something. Okay. All right, Daryl, Daryl Roberts. My good buddy says, uh, for me, cheese was my holdup. But after years of study, it was clear to me that the chemical makeup of cheese was more toxic than the flesh of meat that I gave up 20 years ago. So finally, I just resolved that I was done consuming animal secretions. The way he says that made me want made to it right, right there yeah. on the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's just gross right there. So there's a good, there's a good that's way a good to help one. you quit. So next time you're going to take a bite of cheese, think animal secretion. <laughs> <laughs> Slice of animal secretion. One thing that helped me was to understand that vegan cheeses do not taste the same and it's okay. And that kind of goes along with what you were saying. Right. Is you have to pr- appreciate it for what it is, right? That's right. Uh, so the flavor is different. And if I want cheese in my life, I would get used to it. That was about four years ago, and I don't even think about it anymore. 20 years vegetarian, four years vegan. Woohoo! That's awesome. All right. Uh, Brandy Graham says, watching videos of factory farm dairy cows and their calves from Mercy for Animals. I kicked dairy the next day. Mm-hmm. We did this. This is how we became vegetarians in the first place, watching Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead and the, and Vegucated. And right after Vegucated, I said, that is it. I cannot eat, eat meat anymore. So it certainly is a great way to kind of remotivate you if that's what you need to to give it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one note I had about getting in the right mindset also is getting a little bit braver with knowing what's in your food, particularly when you go out to restaurants. Mm -hmm. We all don't want to be that person that's, you know, giving Mm -hmm. the waiter, waitress, the the third degree degree about what's in the food. I mean, it it can't. But you know what? It's okay. And I, I think well, it, that it's okay because it's, you're going to put it in your body. That's right. And that's one of the things, that's what I was going to say. One of the changes in mindset that I had was getting braver about this and not being intimidated. And, you know, in this day and age too, I think it's much more acceptable that we ask about what's in the food. And a lot of times, if you're nervous about doing that, I would just say, I have some allergies. Mm-hmm. Can you let me know what's in that? And, and you know, it's a little bit of a fib. But yeah. I mean, you know, it's easier than explaining, I am a vegetarian. And, right. you know, it's like, no, because then they, they don't pay as much attention. They will pay attention if you say allergies. Yeah, because they don't want to get in trouble for exactly. You sick. Well, like one time, I remember we went to the movies and they gave me a regular hamburger instead of my veggie, uh, veggie burger. And rather than just, say i just said i'm allergic to meat and i can't have this oh they bend over backwards for that and i didn't do it to necessarily make them feel bad i just wanted to make sure they knew that i didn't even want it on the right yeah they, they would do a double check on that right right okay let's talk about a few brands that the peas and carrots society brought up uh, it's great when you get recommendations from them because you know they've tried it and mm-hmm. everybody's taste is a little bit different, but you can they can at least vouch for the quality of it. Right. Okay, so uh, So Delicious, Daya, Heidi Ho, and then I guess it's Chow Slices. 
That I had not heard of. Have I you had, heard of no. Chow? I've I looked it up. Three. Yeah, I looked it up too. And they have, I found them on, I think it was veganessentials.com. They had some some vegan cheese slices. Okay, cool. So yeah, we had some of the Heidi Ho, um, the, uh, what do you call it? The meltable. Mm-hmm. What, the, it comes in the little container, the little... What, what am I? Yeah, to say? it was a, it, a little that you container can, that, right. you can that you can use make with macaroni sauce. and cheese. Yeah. Right, you can. Yeah, make so it we had one. some of that a while back. Uh, that was pretty good. And then the the melt the the ones even though when they say they melt, you know, like the the shreds and stuff, they tend to not melt. You know, exactly right. But yeah, you, know, you can get used to it, right? Well, again, and going back to what we said, don't if you're expecting if your expectation is that it's going to be exactly like mm-hmm. cheese, you're going to be disappointed. Right. So take it kind of for what it is. Right. And I did want to close with one comment from another peas and carrots member because she just summed up everything i couldn't have summed up this this episode any better she, this is from debbie sailors Pawazinski. Pawazinski, maybe i'm sorry if i mispronounce that <laughs> people mispronounce my name all the time so i i i'm sorry if i did yours uh i took my time i was still eating cheese and greek yogurt they were the last two dairy items i gave up I only ate a couple of them a couple of times a week while finding substitutes, then accepting there is no real substitute for cheese. There are some tasty alternatives. I noticed when I kicked dairy for some reason, my skin looked better, no bloating, and I do feel better without it. Don't be hard on yourself if you have difficulty kicking the cheese habit. Almost everyone does. If you still eat a little cheese, it's not the end of the world. We all do the best we can do. Um, and she's six months dairy free. Very good. That That's is perfect. awesome. I, I thought that was a great closing kind of to, right. the, to the episode. All right. The recipe of the week comes from one of our longtime listeners, Trisha Contreras. With her permission, we are going to be sharing her, and I just called it Trisha's homemade cheese sauce. <laughs> and she was even kind enough to post a picture of how it looks in the peas and carrots. So we'll be using that picture as great. well. And we'll just add it to our, our show notes. Right. Right. All right, so what are we talking about product-wise today? I know we've got a couple things, uh, video and uh, uh, book. Right? Yeah, yeah. So one of the, the, the video, the DVD, you can actually watch this on Netflix, which is where we watched it, or you can buy the DVD. It's, com- it's coming up on Christmas pretty soon, so this might be a great stocking stuffer for that veggie or veg-leaning person in your life. Mm-hmm. Um and this is the What the Health DVD. I just watched this probably about within the last couple of months, and I thought it was great. I thought it was really good, sound advice. I didn't find it too preachy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just gave me a lot of things particularly to consider. And one of the things they do talk about is dairy. They mm-hmm. talk about meat. They talk. This is about promoting more of a vegan and a plant-based lifestyle. They, they, they did talk about meat and dairy mm-hmm. as well. Right. And then the book is uh, The Cheese Trap by Dr. Neil Barnard. Yeah, and a couple of folks on that post actually recommended this book. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's the question this week, Larissa? Question. So what are some of your tips for reducing or eliminating dairy? And then we also have a challenge. Yes. To go so, along with that. Yeah. So we wanted to ask you guys, if you are looking to reduce dairy, take one step even if it's just one of the little tips that we provided, like maybe instead of adding cheese to that sandwich, adding some smashed avocado and let us know what you did mm-hmm. and, and how it worked for you. Right. So you can leave us a comment in the show notes on vegetarianzen.com forward slash 232. Mm-hmm. Or you can head out to Facebook that we have a public page 
which is at facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen. Or as we mentioned earlier, you can head out to our peas and carrots. What up, guys? <laughs> and uh, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. And all those links will be in the show notes. Right. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.